Hi, I'm Dina Farrell, and this is the Prioritize Focus podcast. This is where you'll get encouragement, whether you are a time management flunky, a serial goal getter, or distracted by SOS, that's shiny object syndrome. This is for the entrepreneurial woman who may have forgotten what a valued, amazing lady she is. Val, that's you. This is your reminder that the world needs that God-given dream that you've been harboring in your heart. And it's time to make it a reality while living and dealing with your actual reality. If you're ready, let's get started. I hope you like behind the scenes little tidbits and looks at things because today's episode is a redo. Y'all, I talk too much. I recorded this episode the other day and I didn't realize that the platform that I use only allows 30 minutes. And I already uploaded my intro, my outro, and boom, I started recording and it cut me off and I wasn't even halfway done. So today is a little bit of a redo. I may repurpose that original one and make it a two-parter, but part of being a goal-getter is being intentional and picking yourself up and moving on. I even thought about sending an email saying, hey, there's not going to be a podcast today. There was a glitch. You know, I'll send it to you next week. And I thought, you know what? No, I have time. I'm going to just re-record it and hope that it conveys the same amount. And, you know, there's always good in editing. I've already talked too much. Okay. Today's episode is a semi-scripted one. It's based off the most recent blog post, Relationships, Focus and Flexibility with a Side of Wit and Wisdom. That's what every relationship needs, right? All right. So let's just dive right into it. And honestly, before we even get to it, because we're talking about relationships, I just want to um, let you know, I am not going to pretend to be some kind of expert in relationships. That sentence alone is laughable. My last relationships would likely be measured on a scale from eh, somewhere between dangerous to disastrous. And I'm happy to report my current ones are somewhere between comfortable and downright restorative to my soul. And listen, I'm sure you have your own relational roller coaster to contend with too. So I'm not here to prod into your issues, nor am I looking to predict or project what you should do about them. However, I hope to bring some insight, encouragement, and intention when it comes to the relationships you have, as well as those you want to grow. And right now I want to pause and take a minute and pray about relationships, yours and mine. Father God, I just thank you so much for this little carve out of time that we have. And I'm just lifting up to you our relationships, Lord. They are literally roller coasters, both for sometimes our our physical um, well-being as well as our emotional well-being. Lord, you know all, see all, and you have already prepared and planned the way for us to go. Father God, give us the 
courage to trust you that you know what you're doing and you've got this covered. We lift our relationships up to you and leave you in charge of them. And we pray that we are good stewards of the relationships that you have entrusted us with. Amen. Okay. So when it comes to relationships, we know that they're important, right? And you've got to, I don't know, for lack of a better word, be a good steward of them. And that's a simple concept, but it's not easy. Not easy because oftentimes we can't see past our own life's wants and needs. Not easy because people are moody. Hello, raising my hand over here. Just ask my family, right? I even have a blog post and a podcast somewhere uh, about moods. I will link it in the show notes. You know, it's relationships aren't easy because Values are often mismatched, which leads to unrealistic expectations. I'm going to take a little bit of a, uh, a pause here. If you haven't gotten the, um, the free guide, I'll put a link to that. But it is my soapbox that I will stand on about your core values. It is something that I believe so strongly in. If you can get your core values right, your priorities kind of take care of themselves but we get distracted. There's that whole thing. Um, I covered this in the upcoming book that I have. You can get more about that on the newsletter. I don't want to get off track because time is already slipping away. Okay. So we've covered, you know, you want relationships to grow and you have to be an active participant in it. And that's a simple concept, but it's not easy. And it's not easy because we can't see past our own needs and wants that, you know, we're moody just as somebody else is. Values are often mismatched, which can lead to unrealistic expectations and which leads to disappointment and frustrations. So today we're going to look at the common frustration relationships. And the reason why I call it a frustration is because um, there are four main areas I believe that trip us up in our lives and that frustrate us. And those four things are our finances, our faith, what fuels us, not paying attention to it, and family and friends, aka relationships. So today we're going to take a specific look at what it takes to keep yourself and maybe others too sane and making progress in your relationships. And I expand a little bit more on frustrating relationships in chapter five of my upcoming book, Your Beautiful Masterpiece. Look for that um, in July. And if you're not part of the weekly newsletter to stay updated about that or following on the social media pages, you'll want to do that. Okay. Focus number one, focus on the priorities in your relationships. It takes focus. Prioritizing what's important in your relationships is, well, important. We know this, but I think too often we fail to clarify expectations. We fail, fail to clarify limits and boundaries. We fail to clarify or participate or become skilled at active listening 
And finally, we fail to um, clarify what are the goals in this relationship? You know, faith, life, and business all require some level of relationship in order for it to work. The question becomes, do you want those relationships to just function or thrive? I think we all know the answer to that. And in that order, let's look at faith first. Think of what a thriving relationship with God looks like when your faith is strong. You know, when things are going great, God is great. When things are going bad, God, why did you let this happen? Right? Think about what things do you have to do in order to keep your faith strengthened and unwavering. I have three things that I go back to when my faith starts to get a little wonky. Number one would be find out more about the person you're in the relationship with. You got to know the character of the person that you're in a relationship with. And this is very important in our faith relationship. What is God's character like? It drives me absolutely bananas when you see people speaking for God, but it's not in alignment with his character. Oh, God would never do that. Well, how do you know? Where, 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 where did you find that? So know the character. And I say that because, you know, um, think about people who say that they know you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's my girl. I know her. Yeah. She loves pink. Uh, uh, no, 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 I don't. Oh, she's amazing. She, you know, you know, and they list things that you're just like, yeah, no, you don't even know me. Well, the same is true for God. So find out more about the person you're in a relationship with. And when it comes to finding out the character of God and who he is, the best place that I've found to give a really good snapshot, and I even have notes in my Bible next to this, Psalm 145. Go and give Psalm 145 a read and see what God's like. And it's, it's a short read. You'll get through it and just list the attributes of God. Ugh, it's just you know, it gives me goosebumps right now. Another thing would be, be curious in your faith relationship with God. Don't take other word, others word for your God. Take him and his word. You know, like I said, people will be quick to jump to speak for God, but then you realize it doesn't align with what he actually says. So be curious, dig into that. If somebody says something, whether good or bad, like, wow, oh, I, I, you know, that's what I believe God has gifted, you know, um, certain biblical teachers and, and preachers. And that's why we listen to pastors and we learn from others about God's word so that we can dig in and sift for ourselves. Like, wow, I never knew that. I'm going to go look that up and dig that in there. And then you're going to see right then and there if what that person says aligns with actually the scripture that they gave you to support it. So definitely be curious. And lastly, when it comes to your faith relationship, ask, seek, and knock. And I wrote a whole article and a podcast about that. I can link it in the show notes. Um, but it's, it's really important. It's more than... Um, 
it's more than a uh, wish list kind of a thing. Well, I asked, I looked, I knocked. Okay, it's mine. Yeah, there's a little more to it than that. But you're going to have to dig in and find that out. And I do have resources for that that I will link. Okay, that's faith relationship. Now, you know me, I always go faith life business. So let's talk family and friends, those relationships, our closest relationships. Family and friends can be quite the tricky relationship to navigate. Sometimes the bond with a non-family member is stronger than the one you have with an actual family member. And as a result, you begin to harbor guilt or resentment about it. Well, here's the thing. Just because someone has the title of family doesn't mean that they want to be supportive of you. They want to be loving towards you or that they even want to be part of your life. How many times have you been to family functions or been around extended family members or maybe even close family members? And they're only there because, well, you're family. Now, listen, as hard as it is and maybe to hear, learn or live with, you've got to know whether it's friendships or family. They can be toxic. They can be hurtful, vengeful, and manipulative. So you've got to be careful. Don't allow a role or title to mislead you into accepting or tolerating a bad relationship. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Don't allow a role or a title to mislead you into accepting or tolerating a bad relationship. Val, valued amazing lady, I want you to hear this. You can love from a distance. You can love without someone's permission. You can forgive without someone's permission. I like to say, you know, I can love from over here on my side of the fence, inside my gate, and I can wave. You know, remember that um, Madagascar movie? Just smile and wave, boys. Just smile and wave. Those little penguins. Anyway, I think that's really important to note. There's a lot more to dig into here, but I want to keep this short and moving. And the whole goal of these pod podcasts is to get you to, one, prioritize your focus. And the right things, the right time for the right reasons. But I also want you to ponder what it is that you just heard and pray about it. All right. Prioritize, ponder, pray. All right. Moving on. Business. We did faith, talked about life. Now let's talk about business. Business connections can have their own versions of ups and downs, good and bad, too. It becomes quite the challenge or triumph when it comes to creating an environment that is both authentic and persuasive. You've got to know if you are focusing on the tie, that's T-I-E, that needs to be made between you and your customers. And tie stands for transformation, information, education. What level are your customers at? Are you trying to educate them when they're only ready for information. Are you still stuffing them full of information when they came to you and they're ready with their hands out saying, 
I, I got my hand raised. I'm ready for that transformation. And you're no, 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 no. You need more information. You know, know where you are in that. And you guessed it. That is a blog post and I will link it in the show notes. Okay. Whew. Let me take a sip here. Clear my throat. <clears throat> that is a lot of relationship focus right there, which is why it is so important to have and give lots of grace, which brings us to our next part, flexibility. You have got to have flexibility in your partnerships so that it keeps them from breaking. There's a saying about goals that says, you know, your goals are flex flexible, but not optional. I love that perspective because it reminds the goal getter to think differently when it comes to perseverance. I mean, how many times do you want to just give up when a goal doesn't go according to plan? Oh, my hand is raised over here. I already recorded this podcast, but it was too long. And my technical ineptness or unwillingness to just learn another stinking thing when it comes to editing and breaking it up and making it maybe two podcasts or cutting parts out. And I was like, nope, forget it. I know where my skills at. I'm just going to jump and re-record, you know? So when it is that we want to give up on a goal, maybe it's, I like to say, you know, it's my feelings fault when that happens. <clears throat> and I get it. Emotions can really hop into the driver's seat when it comes to our goals. And the same is true in our relationships at times. So this is why flexibility is so important. You want to take control of your feelings so that you can make better choices. Feelings follow choice. There's a whole blog post and all kinds of things that you can find about that. There's also a, I have a printable that if you do not have it, you can grab seven ways to overthrow your feelings in order to make better choices. You guessed it. I'll link it in the show notes. I hope I'm going to remember all these links that I owe you. If not, email me and say, Dina, where do I find this? And I'll send it to you. Okay. Very important. Listen to this. Flexibility means that you are willing to bend. Bending does not equal being taken advantage of or walked over. Somebody needs to hear that. Maybe it's you. Flexibility means that you're willing to bend. Bending does not equal being taken advantage of or being walked over. And to that end, compromise doesn't mean that you've conceded either. A lot of times we think that if we, if we make concessions or we concede or we compromise, then we just gave up. Oh, the other person won because I didn't get what I want. I had to compromise. No, that's not necessarily the case. So make sure that what you're telling yourself is actually true. All right. Moving on. That's flexibility. So the next best thing that we need to remember with our relationships, aside from focus, what are we focusing on in those relationships? What are the priorities? The need for flexibility. But there is nothing better in a relationship than some welcome wisdom with a side of wit. And when it comes from the same person, that's a bonus. I had a friend recently um, give this, this quote, which I completely forgot about. And it's so true. 
If you want quick lessons, there are usually two ways to learn, the hard way or the easy way. They both can be equally effective. You can learn something from your own mistakes, failures, and experiences, or you can learn by observing someone else's mishaps, flops, and attempts. They both have their place, and they are both effective. The cool part is you get to choose. I share my mistakes with you so that I'm hoping you don't make it. Be like, oh, yeah, Dina mentioned that. I uh, Let me skip that. Whatever. So wisdom. You can learn it on your own. You can also learn it from other people. Another thing is, is wit. I love witty people. I love, you know, having inside jokes, sharing funny stories, or being with someone who's lighthearted and being able to bring or have humor to relationships is fun. And I don't know about you, but life is way more serious enough on its own. So I welcome witty peeps in my circle, which by the way, my circle is about the size of a dot right now. That's a whole nother story about relationships. But anyway, are you bringing enough fun into your interactions? Think of how much better you take instruction, guidance, and help when you're open to it. Add some fun to that mix and you're likely have a relationship that you enjoy. I hope that you have that wise friend that you can go to without question or judgment, a friend that loves you enough to give you the advice, even if it's not what you want to hear. One that listens to understand, hugs you as long as you need it, and prays for you without even having to know all the details because they know the one who already has the fix. Taking responsibility for your part in the relationships you have, the ones that you've lost, the ones that you've gained, or the ones that you're growing is what will keep you focused on your priorities and able to adapt to change, aka be flexible. Have joy within the journey by having fun. And lastly, you enjoy the people you're with because they're the right ones for you. Wherever life takes you, I hope that you have prioritized focus, flexibility, wisdom, and some wit for the ride. And listen, I'm keeping focused, flexible, fun, and try not to be too smarty in my own little pants right there with you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you've gotten some takeaways, encouragement, and practical and tactical tips that you can use in your everyday real life. I encourage you to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Share this out on your social media platforms if you feel that it will be beneficial to someone else, which I hope that it is. And stay in the know by going over to dinafarrell.com. That's one N, two R's, two L's, dinafarrell.com. Or simply prioritizedfocus.com. No matter what, I want you to know that you are valued, amazing, and so very loved. Now get out there and live like it.